Welcome to Sports Central. I'm Rick Drewer. I'm Phil Fackner. I remembered my own name this week, Phil. Well done. You didn't say goodbye last <laughs> I week. Know, I had to I say it for you. I was getting a bit nervous, I think. I was exhausted. <laughs> must have been. Well, today, I reckon we're going to start off with uh, a topic that has been raised by, in fact, I'll reveal it, a friend of mine, John Rawls from Westbourne Park who recently wrote a letter uh, which was published in the Advertiser in relation to the uh, concussions and the head injuries in the AFL. And he was suggesting that this could be the elephant in the room as far as the AFL goes in relation to present and past players uh, eventually going for, uh, through legal avenues, compensation for the injuries they've suffered. And he is suggesting that it could be a huge amount of money in relation to um, a uh, claim by numerous players. Yep. And that it's time that they did something about it. Okay. He's actually suggesting that question mark, and he also admits that it's probably amongst the AFL fans going to be objected to very strongly. He's actually suggesting that maybe a conversation should start about whether some form of headgear protection should be compulsory worn by all players. What do you reckon? Well, no, well, I was told years ago, you know, um, it wasn't me, but uh, a player I was playing with um, was going to wear headgear, and they said, don't even waste your time. So I think you've got a bit more on that, haven't you? Um, well, they said it's a bit overrated, like you're sort of more of a target rather than protection well yes it's not so much i think the target bit um because there have been the odd uh not odd in strange way but there's been a few players over the years that have always worn uh head protection be it in the afl or uh sandful or whatever um but what i have heard and it the, the argument also goes to bike helmets and indeed crash helmets and in fact even cricket helmets that w the wearing of those sorts of protection will prevent fractures of the skull however they don't prevent concussions and the reason that they don't um, prevent concussions is that because the brain is basically floating mm. inside your skull uh, the impact of whether it's a cricket ball or two heads in a game of football or an elbow or whatever, it still um, doesn't prevent the brain, as it were, from bouncing from one side of the skull to the other. Yep. And in my limited medical knowledge, that's the thing that creates concussion. So um, whereas it may prevent a, f a skull fracture, it, the major problem, it seems to me, that the AFL is facing is the number of people who are getting concussions and have over the years. Yep. And, uh, you know, going back to the Johnny Plattons or whatever, um, and that the, the, there wasn't enough medical, uh, well, not necessarily knowledge, but they didn't give enough significance to those sorts of injuries, whereas now they're very mm. conscious of it. Yeah. I was listening to Fox Footy last night and... Um Actually, was talking footy, and uh, that Mc, uh, David McKay from um, uh, Carlton oh. back in the seventies, uh, Neil Baum split his jaw straight down the chin, and um, he was pretty 
obviously angry about it. Mm. And he said they worked together in the media, and he is over it a bit now. But he said they actually, um, the AFL have got a, a fund set up to help, because he said, I've still got trouble with my teeth. Here he is, 40 years down the track or whatever. And he's still got to have treatment on his, his teeth, you know. And, and he said, but the AFL have got a fund that helps. I think it's similar to your cricketing, yes, the old yeah, cricketers yeah, um, yeah. thing. And uh, so, go I mean, light. that's good to know that, you yeah. know, they do help the old footballers, yeah. you know. Go, go lightly on the old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of head injuries, I think Gary Ablett was probably a little bit lucky two weeks in a row. Yes, I mean, I guess this is the old interpretation, isn't it? I mean, from what I saw, uh, it was high. But, you know, I don't think he deliberately did it. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, but that's the problem with all the rules in the AFL. Mm. And the poor old umpires, I can't believe I'm actually going to say something in support of umpires, but I wouldn't want to be an umpire for all mm. the money in the world because the thing is so open to interpretation. But they're not even reporting. No, they're not even reporting. So that, it, it is, you know, it's probably not even poor old umpire. It's Michael Christian just calling the shots. Yes. I mean, the umpires, boy, I don't want to know about that, yeah. you know, yeah. let it yeah. go. But yeah. so anyway, we'll move on from head protections. and But, uh, yeah, it is an interesting one, isn't it? Brad Ebert's in a bit of trouble well, Rick, while uh, we're on that quickly. Well, Sorry. Just before we do leave the head injuries, I mean, he, it would seem to me my interpretation of what's happening is that he could be in a huge amount of strife because... I can't remember very many games when Brad Ebert hasn't received a he's knock to the head. He's always got tape around. He's always he? got tape. He's always been cut open. He did get concussed the other day. But obviously, uh, the fact is that, and I'm not sure whether our listeners are aware of it, but he's actually been sent to Melbourne to mm. visit a specialist yeah, in relation to his today. concussion. So he's. It doesn't sound as though he's in a very good way. Yeah, and it's, what happens it's to the him accumulation here. of concussions yeah, that's, that's right. the danger. That's yep. You know, from here, it's usually no, you can't play anymore. Yes, it, you, know, you know, that's that's what they usually they'll determine how how much damage to that yep. brain area yep. or whatever, yep. and that's it. Is that the reason you retired? From yeah, <laughs> no, couldn't find one. <laughs> uh, now let's let's go to a completely different topic, and I must admit that in in one sense I feel for her. In another sense, I think, come on, get over it. Raylene Boyle has come out after the odd 50 years and is campaigning at a at the highest level, has gone to the uh, International Olympic Committee and is claiming that uh, all, as it were, silver medalists, uh, particularly from the 1980 uh, Olympics in Munich, uh, that ran second to East Germans should be granted gold medals. And she's claiming that there is a, a, a reasonable amount of evidence that uh, during the 70s and 80s, the, and through documents that have been found, uh, there is some degree of evidence to suggest it's true that the East Germans were not only using testosterone and anabolic steroids for their male and female athletes, and that there was a uh, regulated campaign of drug cheating. Um, and she's claiming uh, she got she ran second to Renata Snecker, obvious, yeah. uh, in the <laughs> 200 metres, um, and she's claiming now that she should be awarded a gold medal. Well, 
only reasonable amount of evidence. So they didn't test? They wouldn't have tested well, back then, would they? Well, the answer is no, they didn't test because they didn't even have a test. See um, you later, Raylene. Well, exactly. I mean, I don't, <laughs> I, you know, I, I find it difficult. I, I do believe that there was yeah, a drug oh, cheating campaign. Yep. However, um, you can't, unless you've got the concrete evidence, I don't think you, you don't can do anything about it. You don't have a leg to stand on, no. do you? Yeah. No. And I mean, the, the reality is that, that people who are interested in the history of the Olympics will know that that era is riddled with world records and gold medals mm. that probably shouldn't be there. Yeah. Um, now, uh, the big difference is that, uh, say, comparing that to Lance and a Lance Armstrong situation, they could take away his winning trophies because they still had blood, blood samples. Yep. So they had concrete evidence, whereas Raylene, you know, uh, you, you just can't do it on hearsay. Um, yep, I and, feel sorry for her too, and yeah, she's probably right, but unless you've got the evidence in front of you with blood samples, and, and they wouldn't have done that back Well, they years, didn't have they, even, no. they hadn't even... So, no, sorry, Raylene. Yeah, I, I think... I uh, think and I think 50 years down the track, I mean, you know, I think we've learnt to all live with it. We've yeah. accepted that, as I said earlier, some dubious results. Uh, however, that's the way the cookie crumbles. Mm. I've got a feeling that most of the weightlifting <laughs> championships <laughs> of the world in those years, forget about the East Germans, just about everybody. I think it's the Chinese girls, those swimmers that time. Well, and I remember that from a back... They look like guys, yeah. and they got done for drugs that yeah. time. But when back. you've got evidence, you can do it. But you yeah, can't. I agree. Retrospectively, yep. I don't think so. So, Raylene... Sorry, uh, Raylene. I think so. Yeah. We, we understand that you probably should have a gold medal, but you're not going to get one. How's that? <laughs> well, she won a couple, though, so she <laughs> yeah. got a couple to remember. Okay, so we'll get off of Raylene Boyle. What do you reckon, Rhett? We'll what? get on to a bit of local footy. We didn't touch on it last no. week. We're a bit busy. Yep. Local footy is alive and well. It is alive and well. And uh, Newry got over the top of Central. Um, some were tipping Central yes. to bounce back, yep. but uh, after their Tanunda the week before, but um, uh, they didn't get there. No. Newry, the victor there. Um, as last year's premiers, they're not travelling uh, as well as perhaps we might no. have expected. We've got two Bentley boys still down at West Adelaide. Mm. There's talk they will come back because they're only playing reserves football down there but um time will tell where they come back well that's right and uh, i mean the situation as we've discussed on numerous occasions is that if you win enough games and get into the finals uh quite often uh the, these players that are up and down as far mm. as uh, sa and fl goes etc yep. do come back and can make a difference yeah but um i saw my uh Favourites, uh, again, for the uh, flag uh, last weekend, Freeling. Wow, uh, favourites. Oh, write that one down. I, I think flag I'm, favourites. Flag favourites. That's favorites. a big call. F, I had them in the five. F, F, F. Freeling <laughs> flag <laughs> favourites. How's that for a bit of alliteration, oh, oh, oh. eh? And they uh, they got over the top of South. Oh, an amazing start. They had five goals on the board before South realised the game had started. Um, five goals in about the first 15 minutes. Um and um, really, except for some wayward kicking, I mean, South finished, uh, Freeling got up by six yep. goals or so. Yep. But if they'd kicked vaguely uh, well, they could have won by wow. um, plenty. Brady Scott still in the goals? Oh, he's kicked two in the first six minutes. He's kicked seven for the game. He must think it's easy. Yeah, 23. He's leading the goal kicking. He's just in front of Trembath at the moment. Yeah. He's on 17, but... Um, 
Well, so, as Jack Osborne said to the South boys after the game, um, you know, you can't you can't give good sides a five-goal start mm. uh, and we are not playing like a good side. And he admitted that, yep. that Freeling were the better side and he also actually said to the, their boys, um, you know, we're a bit lucky. Uh, if they'd kicked straight, it would have been more like eight or ten goals yeah. rather than six. But uh, they look good. Yep. This will be a great game this weekend. Yeah, there will be. We'll quickly go through the others. Uh, Tanunda got over Kapunda by about ten. And Williston, the upset of the round, I thought, uh, over Barossa. Well, I can't believe it. And I would not have picked that. So I don't um, think many people would have. I mean, I wouldn't have picked it in a fit. Um, no. Williston hadn't won a game, I believe, up until then. And, uh, uh, well, that gives Bar- them some points back, doesn't well, it? Well, yeah. they're only on minus two yeah, now, minus two now, yeah. yeah. So, um, and quickly, we'll run through this week. We've got a cracker game, Freeling Tanunda. I'm going for Freeling at home. I'm going for Tanunda. I had a feeling you'd do yep. that, Phil. Where okay. did you, where, where you I was, most used of to live in Tanunda. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing to do with it, but anyway. Uh, Kapunda versus Newry at Kapunda. They've they've already widened the scoreboard for... Oh, for that's, oh you're using that one again. <laughs> uh, Newry for me. Newry. Central versus Williston. Well, this is a good game. And uh, I, having seen... Central on a number of occasions, uh, and and the first couple were sh- they were shocking against uh, uh, in those games. They then played pretty well against South. I'm going to go for Gawler Central. I'm going for Williston. Right, that's two different. Yep. And the last game, Barossa v Angerston. Well, which Barossa side is going to turn well, up? That's the big question. I'm going to go for Barossa simply because it's at Barossa. And I'm going for Angerston because you went for Barossa. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> no, I rate Angerston. I think they're in Bornob and, and um, Summerton, and and uh, I think they're, they're going along quite nicely. So Yeah, I, I mean, I would say that um, I've gone for a bit of a, a gamble there, um, but... Uh, and Angerston are a much improved side. I've been impressed with the, yep. so, the times I've seen them. Um, and uh, it wouldn't surprise me if I actually was wrong. <laughs> what, wrong or mistaken? What about a joke, Rick? What about the coach? He was giving his usual boring motivational speech before the game. And the players, the players were paying no attention whatsoever. He snaps at one of the players and says... Would you mind paying a little attention to what I'm saying? The player looked at him and replied, I'm paying as little attention as I can. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. I hope it was passed by our producer, but anyway. Well, I think think she gave the nod. Okay. Oh, that's all right. That's all we need. Oh, we're probably running out of time, well, right? I think We've covered about, a few areas. We have, and uh, a couple. I think the, uh, I think the head protection is an interesting one. I think Paul Raylene Boyle's uh, an interesting comment as well, uh, and um, the footy. We'll see how it goes. It is an interesting season in the BLNG at the moment. Oh, it is. Yeah. So, yes. Well, until next week. This is Rick. Well done, and this is Phil.